Hello guys, welcome to Ask Your Uploads. You're probably going to hear this this again if you have been in the chat previously, but uh, I left my computer connected to my VPN. Um, so yeah, that's why the, the stream was dropping frames left, right and centre, because it had no idea where it was connecting to. So I apologise for the first couple of minutes of this. Um, you guys that are in the chat are going to hear all of this again, because I'm going to trip it, trip it from here, rather than having a couple of minutes of uh, absolute silence. So I apologise. This is The Scoop. Welcome <laughs> to your morning video game news show, uh, where I myself will just go through the news today. Uh, my name's Bibby. Uh, Graham is usually here with me, uh, the, co the other co-host. He usually is the driver of this show from every aspect including obviously reading the news and producing it from his house and you'll just hear my uh, lonely voice every now and again but uh, now you get to hear the full Mancunian voices uh, for around about 40 minutes so I do appreciate all of you that stuck with me in the chat as I tried to get this done I'm a bit of an idiot I thought before I went live turn your VPN off otherwise it would just go to shit did I turn it off no I didn't um, so yeah you guys that are in the chat I'm sorry you have to hear this again but here we are. Uh, this is obviously for you guys that are on YouTube uh, and any of our podcast services, which includes Spotify, uh, Google Play, uh, iTunes, uh, and SoundCloud. Obviously, use SoundCloud Mafia, you guys over there doing bits for us. Uh, obviously, YouTube starting to pick up as well, so we appreciate. It. If you are in the if you are watching this on YouTube, please feel free to give us a like and get involved with the comments below. We usually put like a, a question in there for you, so if you want to respond back to that one, that's fine. If you just want to say who is that handsome thirty year old ginger bastard, then I will take that. I will take that. Shout out to Baby Yoda that is now featuring on the shelf, and shout out to the OG Sonic. Uh, he has now got some companionship on the shelf. Um, but yeah, this is the, the Scoop, your morning video game news. If you are in the UK, if you are around Europe, it may be a little bit later. If you are in America, where most of our viewership is actually from, morning to you guys. This will probably be in the evening uh, or very, very early morning when you come to wake up. So we appreciate every single one of you that uh, do listen to this podcast. It is the UK's number one video game, uh, video game podcast. Self-proclaimed, obviously, because we don't care about charts. We do. We wish we were a lot higher. But it's made by you guys. Do you know what I mean? So Gary says, hey, Bib, has Graham bailed on you? No, unfortunately, Graham is under the weather today. So it will just be uh, myself taking you through the news. It'll be around. It'll be the same format as it was last week uh, where we did it for two days, where it'll just be me talking and waffling for 40 minutes while also taking your first impressions from you guys that are in the chat uh, as we go through. I apologise again for those of you that was probably in the chat earlier um, that was letting me know you was there robo tito um sorry guys you will have to listen to this again um but yeah i connected to my vpn it's a whole thing don't do that while you're trying to stream because it, it would just it doesn't know where it's trying to connect to so it just goes a little bit tits up um, but we'll move from this screen as you can see actually i've got some room up here that i was measuring yesterday because this is Bibby bought me some new stuff for my birthday yesterday. So my two my two favourite city shirts will be going up there. In fact, I may even move Northern Liam up so that they're right behind me um, because I don't know how much you're actually going to see of them up there. Oh, they could go down. They could go down here. I'm not too sure. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But yes, this is the scoop. This is your video game news coming to you each and every week. Then at 10 a.m. Ish. I mean, we did go live at 10.21 today, so it's probably the earliest that we've done for quite a while. Uh, but again, this is only going to be around 40 minutes long, so hopefully we'll be able to get through some of these articles. Take your first impressions, we'll give you our first impressions, and then we can make this into a little podcast show that you'll find on all your favourite podcast services, including YouTube, which isn't a podcast service, but you get to watch our beautiful faces. Oh, just mine today, because obviously Graham's not here. Get well soon, Graham! Uh, but Gary says, under the weather, playing cyberpunk. <laughs> if I speak, I'm in trouble. Um... But yeah, we, we might as well just jump into the first article, aren't we? Those of you that follow us on social media, um, in fact, I don't have chatbot on because it needs a off key and Graham is slowly dying in bed. <clears throat> so we won't be able to do that again today. But you can find us on social media at Ice Cream Uploads. You can find us all the way through there. You'll have seen that today's article uh, is actually based around Spider-Man, believe it or not. It's been a while since we've heard from uh, the guys over there. So we may as well start with something because it's been cyberpunk heavy for the last couple of days. We do feature uh, a cyberpunk article in here today, but I didn't want to make it. It's been the same thing for the last two days, hasn't it? Do you know what I mean? Um, for those of you that digest news articles, if you go into any news outlet at the moment, it's just the same cyberpunk comments just split over 17 different articles so they can get 17 different articles worth of clicks it's a whole thing if those of you that have been around for a long time will will know exactly what i'm talking about but anyway first part of call for today 
Spider-Man Miles Morales PS5 update adds options for ray tracing 60 FPS. Now, first things first things first. I love stuff like this. Not just because obviously it makes the experience better. It's uh it's a quality of life stuff. So it's not as if they just release a game and that's it. They're trying to make the game obviously better as they go along. I will never, ever, ever, ever criticize a games company for trying to make the experience better after release. Like, there's no... You, you can't be angry about that stuff. They're still looking after it, the trailer stuff. We'll get into it after I've read the article. How's about that? That works for everyone. Right, right, okay. Spider-Man Miles Morales has been updated to include a performance mode for 60 FPS with ray tracing. Insomniac released a Spider-Man Miles Morales update today, enabling players to choose a mode that enables ray tracing at 60 FPS. Previously, players were only able to choose between two modes. One would allow you to run the game at 4K at 30 FPS with ray tracing, while the other choice was 4K at 60 FPS without ray tracing. Update 1.7, we'll just go with that because there's a lot of numbers. Adds ray tracing by adjusting the scene, resolution, reflection quality, and pedestrian density. Thanks, Gimatsu. And that says thanks. I don't know why I just ended up stuttering over that, but here we go. Gimatsu, thank you very much. Uh, ray tracing, according to our review, is absolutely everywhere in the game with excellent implementation uh, with what real-time real reflections Jesus Christ, of New York being painted into the windows. Even the suit Miles wears will have services that show up ray tracing reflections. Speaking of suits, if you are just picking up the game now, here's how to unlock every outfit. Again, short and sweet but right to the point. You can't argue with uh, quality of life updates like this. Re uh, 60 FPS at the moment, I think, is probably where everyone sees the future sticking. That is the that is the that is the bar. 60 FPS. If you can get that at 4K, that's even better. So you're gonna get two. You're gonna get. Oh, why's my mate phoning me? Stop. I apologize. <laughs> um, yeah, having 4K at 60 FPS is the absolute pinnacle for a lot of people. If you can get that and that becomes the norm, perfect. We can uh, we can we can jam with that. Uh, if we're having to ha go between performance modes uh, and um, what's it performance? Uh, the the word has just gone straight out of my head. Performance mode. Uh, what's the other one? If anyone can in the chat can help me, it's performance and. I can't remember. I can't remember. Fidelity. Is that a performance and fidelity? Yes, yeah, so there's two separate modes that usually in most games that you're able to flip between. So you may have fidelity that may play at 1080 or 1440 uh, and play at 60 FPS. Then you've got, is it fidelity? Where it'll play at 4K, but it'll play at 30. That's a really nice choice to have. Um, I will always play, because I've only got a 1080p monitor. So if I can get 60 FPS at 1080, then that is, you know, a job done for me. I haven't got a 4K monitor. If I had a 4K monitor, I'd probably go for fidelity because i want obviously things to shine i want it to look the best it possibly can 30 if you're flicking between 60 and 30 it becomes probably a probably quite jarring but i haven't had the opportunity to even witness that myself so um i'll just take everybody else's word for it at this point but i will never begrudge any publisher or developer that is trying to increase the way that you play games um trying to make your experience better in every way shape and form and uh, even if it's the worst game in the world even if it's a terrible game that no one likes or it's a game that you particularly didn't like but they're still giving quality of life stuff and they're still improving the game i mean how many times have we mentioned no man's sky on this podcast like that game was dead on launch like it was bargain bin game about a month after after release it was in games 10 pound sales and stuff like that so the fact that they've managed to bring their audience back with free upgrades because they promise over promised something and it turned out to be absolute hot garbage and then they've tried it then now they've actually got a game that people are now still willing to pay 35 pounds for 40 pounds regardless of where you get it from that is unbelievable value for money now like four years after the fact but having stuff like this where they're still trying to because i mean they're still tinkering around with the system games like this will still be this stuff will be happening for the next year or so 18 months probably even way beyond they're still trying to get used to this system and try to give you the best experience that they can um so yeah a massive 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 round of applause for the guys over uh guys over in the development studio of spider-man because they're 
what else can they add now? <laughs> what else can they add? But they'll they'll find something. They'll find something. Again, this come this is for every single game that does stuff like this. It's not just uh, for the Spider Man guys. This will be for absolutely everyone who wants to try and you know make the the game a lot better. Uh, Wes says good but good birthday Shaggett. Yes, it was actually. Thank you very much. It was a very relaxing day yesterday. Obviously, we did the scoop in the morning, put that one live, and then just went and chilled. Uh, with the missus, you can't really do anything at the moment. You can't go out for something sweet. I mean, you can go to Cheshire, but yeah, you know, I don't think you're really supposed to go between counties. So <laughs> I'll just stay uh, in my little tame side uh, for the time being. Apparently, it's the, on the 16th, when's that? Is that next Wednesday? We find out if we're going into tier two anyway. So yeah, you can't really do much at the moment. Um, but yeah, I appreciate that, mate. Yeah, I didn't really do much. Uh, doo -doo -doo. Performance or resolution, says Gary Clark. Yeah, that's the one. Is the other name. That's the one. Uh, so I did want to I did want to say resolution, but it didn't feel like it was the technical jargon name that everyone would probably refer it to. But that one makes the most sense when you think about it. I probably should have just gone with that rather than confusing myself and talking a lot of shit. Uh, Tito says I see Xbox Series X as performance mode, but the PS5 doesn't. Xbox Master <laughs> Master Race says Tito uh, for Cyberpunk. That is, uh, I did hear murmurings of that um, at the beginning of the show. I did mention that a lot of outlets at the moment, I haven't been able to read everything Cyberpunk because they don't put them all in one article. They'll put a review in one article, but then every other aspect of the game, they will split out into as many articles as they can to try and obviously build, bolster their portfolio of writings and articles, but obviously to try and get as many clicks as they can on all the articles. Because it's a hot topic at the moment. Why would you not do that? It just makes it a lot more difficult for the likes of us who try to give it you in a uh, in a, either a visual or an audio podcast because uh, we'd have to go through about 40 different articles, which will most likely end up saying the same thing just with a few paragraphs switched around. Um, so yeah, go to your favourite news outlet. Uh, that isn't us, obviously. Uh, to, if you want to get the full... The full shebang of cyberpunk because there is a lot out there i'm gonna i'm gonna touch on something with cyberpunk in a minute um that we talked about yesterday uh and what it is that they can try to do to improve um some aspects of the game um again you can't begrudge anyone that takes it on the chin and says right okay we, this is what we're going to do to try and sort it out so in fact we'll move on to that article now because that makes the most sense because i just kind of give myself a nice little segue into that um <clears throat> so if i do this and then bring on this this should be Cyberpunk news, yay! Uh, this has been written on The Verge by Taylor Lyles. Is it Lyles? Taylor Lyles. Or Tay Nixter on Twitter. Oh, that's so much easier to say. Uh, so this has been written on The Verge. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 to add new epilepsy warning as devs work on a permanent fix. CD Projekt Red is working on a more permanent solution for the game. Now this was something that got brought to our attention it was either the it, it was the day before yesterday. It was either Gary or Asim, and I can't remember who it was. But appreciate both the shaggers uh, for sending us this through. Uh, Asim says the dollop is back. Yes, it's just your boy today. Uh, Graham's feeling a little under the weather, so yeah, you're just gonna have some Mancunian lad basically shouting down the microphone to you for the next forty minutes. Um, <clears throat> but back to the article. Then CD Projekt Red has announced it's working on adding new epilepsy warning to Cyberpunk 2077 in response to a recent article by Game Informer that raised the issue. The studio says that it's also working on a more permanent solution for the game's epilepsy issue as soon as possible, in parentheses. Uh, do, 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 do I read this? It's probably going to be in the article. I'll come back to it if it's not, because I don't want to read the same thing twice. Uh, CD Projekt Red's response comes after the game before our editor, Lana Rupert, published a piece catalogue uh, in several areas in the upcoming game that could have been of a concern to players of sensitive and epileptic triggers like flash uh, flashing patterns or lights. Of particular note, a cutscene of the game's uh, brain dance... Brain dance? The brain dance feature, <laughs> which actually caused Rupert to experience a serious seizure while playing the game. Rupert details that during those brain dance sequences, while red and light flash, while red lights flash in a rapid pattern for a few seconds before the screen flickers, Rupert explains that the cutscene resembled the actual device neurologists use in real life to trigger a seizure when they need to trigger one for diagno diagnosis purposes. I did not know that that sort of thing happened, if I'm being perfectly honest. That's weird. Uh, did anybody else know that? That feels dangerous. That feels super dangerous. 
Anyway, uh, once we became aware of Lana's article, we reached out to Lana to thank her for sharing her experience as they definitely put an aspect of the game under more scrutiny, as CD Projekt Red spokesperson told The Verge. We are grateful she's given us additional insight in the meantime. Uh, the splash screen warning is the first we're to uh, talking in warning. I'm so sorry. Usually Graham does a reading. My reading is atrocious because I read too fast and then I trip over my own words. So I apologise. I will... I'll, I'll rewind, I'll go back and I'll read that again because I'm butchering this. Uh, the Verge, we're grateful she's given us additional insight in the meantime. The splash screen warning is the first we're taking in the warning. It does that read right. First we, we are taking in warning. Right, okay, fuck me. The splash screen warning is the first we are taking in the warning of people about the potential of the brain dance section. That still doesn't read right. I'll try one more time for the mandem. The splash screen warning is the first we are taking. I don't think that's right. Is the first we are taking in the warning of people about the potential of the brain dance section. Okay, if I stick a, if I stick a word in there, it makes sense. I think they've missed a word out. As for the more permanent solution, Dev is now exploring that we will deploy as soon as we can. There we go. So basically, I'll read it at the end. I read at the end. I, again, I apologise. I am absolutely butchering this. <laughs> I keep on reading the same thing and then coming to the same conclusion. They've definitely missed a word out. Um, Cyberpunk 2077 does already include a seizure warning detailed in the game's end-user license agreement, but given that it's blurred deep into a 6,500-word legal document that few, if any, player will ever read, even with the CD Projekt's red helpful explanations, and then another warning that makes potential risks more accessible is a good thing. Here's what the current disclosure looks like. Now, first thing I will say, putting something like that in the end-user agreement is never a good thing. If someone has struggled read, if someone struggles reading, clearly like myself today, that will just never get read anyway. Um, if it's something that will endanger somebody's life, it shouldn't be buried in something that's six thousand five hundred words deep. It should be littered around the screen um, every now and again, especially when a trigger warning is about to happen. Like having a seizure is clearly a life-threatening situation. You could fall and bang your head or I'm not massively, you know, I don't know the ins and outs. I like, I didn't even know that they triggered them on purpose to try and give some dialysis on it. I did not know that. That seems super dangerous, but clearly they're doing it in all the right, comfortable manners to be able to try and experiment and trying to get some insight into how these things work. But burying something like that into a user end agreement seems really, really, really weird, um, especially when it comes down to health. Um, but anyway, uh, with Cyberpunk 27 two days away from release, obviously it came out at midnight tonight in the UK. Uh, I don't need to continue reading that. Um, but it looks like a permanent fix will be implemented at some point. Um, so we will hope to see where that goes. For now, it would be helpful if they would be able to put stuff like trigger warnings in for certain people. I know Ads yesterday said that this happened in Cod Ghost and it didn't, no one got any backlash. I think we're in a different world now. There's a lot of things that are completely different from when Cod Ghost came out. But if you are starting to endanger people's lives with video games in certain ways, like it, it, things affect everyone in different ways. So someone could have really serious seizures and someone could just have mild ones. They are both seizures at the end of the day. One might be a little bit more fatal than the other one. Trying to help those people and having accessible things in game to try and help them along the way. Gaming should be for everyone, not just for... This is such a... I don't know that... Like, able-bodied people, like... Is, is that the right terminology? I probably just threw myself under the fucking bus with that. But for someone who doesn't have the learning difficulties or doesn't get triggered by certain things, like it should be accessible for everyone. That's why Microsoft creates stuff for, uh, for disabled gamers to try and enjoy video games. It's for, gaming should be for everyone. So having things like that in game that would potentially give them a heads up that something might happen or skip the scene altogether. Skip the scene altogether. That would be absolutely perfect. Um, and if someone... Uh, who was it that in this, was it uh, Rupert's surname? Lana Rupert. Obviously, she's had quite a lot of seizures from this game. That isn't good. That is not good whatsoever. So if they can try and dampen that or skip the scene altogether, that would be ideal. That, as I said, game is for everyone. Why would you not try and include everyone with that? And putting it in the end user agreement. Hands up in the chat who's read a new end user agreement all the way through. Never. There was a South Park episode specifically about this, um, the Human Sensi iPad, um, because they didn't read user agreements. Um, so yeah, it's very, it's not the best to have something as, it is life threatening at the end of the day. That seems like it's too, 
too top tier to say, but it is life threatening. Like having a seizure isn't is never a good thing, especially if you end up banging your head. Like, you could be on your desk, you could fall off a chair and bang it on the floor. Who knows? It's not for us to it's not for us to say you should be playing this game with cushions around you or whatever. That's not at all what anyone's saying. It's just yeah, you can't have stuff like this happening in video games, unfortunately. Now again, I'd said yesterday this happened in COD. I I don't care if it happened in a game that happened last year. You should learn from your potential mistakes in any game, regardless of what it is, whether or not it's a top tier one or an indie game. Things like this shouldn't be being put into games. Um, it should be accessible for everyone. Exactly what Baconshin says there. You shouldn't have to adapt your life to uh, the adapt your way of life to play a video game. I, absolutely, it couldn't be more true. Um, but yeah, it's I'm obviously trying to dance around the subject there, trying to be as nice as I can because. I usually say stuff that comes out of my mouth completely wrong, even though I'm not meaning to say it that way. I'm trying to be delicate about the situation. Um, obviously, my thoughts and opinions are, are from me, not from anybody else. So I apologize if I've absolutely butchered it. Um, <clears throat> Megachin also says, hey, babe, you want me to dial in on Discord? Uh, I would probably break my PC if I tried to do it now <laughs> because uh, my connection keeps on dropping out as per the first five minutes of the show. So I will... Stay as it is now. I'm, I was going to play games after this. I don't know whether or not I'll be able to. I'm going to do some internet uh, speed test to find out whether or not I actually can. Um, but I'll let you know soon. I'll let you know. Uh, Asim says, played two hours yesterday, PC. No bugs yet. My word, though. The world is impressive. Nice city. It is disgustingly gorgeous. Wow. That's a hell of a statement. Can they put that on like the front cover? You know, like Asim Tanvir. Tassim Tanvir, Industry Leaker. Five stars. Disgustingly gorgeous city. That'll be amazing. Uh, Baker just, I knew that as I've had the test. Uh, Samaldo says, looks like they've missed the word step. It wasn't just, it's, clearly it's not just me then. Uh, I apologize for butchering that. I made that article sound way longer than it was. Uh, Gary says, uh, I've not played it yet, pre-installed on my Series X, but need to pay, uh, but just need to pay for it now, as it looks and sounds very impressive. Jackaroo says, hello, hello, sir. How's it going? Uh, Robot Daniel says the first steps uh, we're taking at warning people. Yeah, it's missing a word. Thank God for that. It wasn't me just butchering it. I'll take back everything I said. I'm the best reader in the world. Uh, Baker Chin says they have done it on purpose. They've done what on purpose? Oh, so they keep on, so they keep on making me reread it. Yeah, they knew I was going to take this article today. Damn you, The Verge. Uh, Samal says seems very weird. Uh, where seems they were aware of the potential risks if it's in the UEA, so should have had to. Uh, that you know what never even thought of that if it's in the u if it's i mean to be fair is that just a copy and paste from like the witcher and just change the the years it could just be exactly the same user agreement i have absolutely no idea um it could just be a universal standard one um that they go along with but who knows most games will have a lips of the one in their uea uh says robo uh, yeah 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 uh, Gary Clark says, never read one. Um, Robo, Robo says, but then again, that's part of my job and stuff. Exactly, exactly. You're probably more fit to talk about this than probably 90% of us that are in here. Uh, Bacon Chin says, you should not have done it yet. We've already read that one. Uh, says, fuck, the internet company knows you have turned 30 and made it slower to represent your knees. <laughs> Mate, my knees have been going since I was 22 and I turned into a fat bastard. Uh, Fatman Dave says, studios know people don't read UELAs. Uh, they were a rip-off doing game demo floppy disk gate when they was in high school that ended. If you have read this, you may keep your soul. I did not know that. <laughs> uh, and Asim says, yep, they can have it. Cool. Okay. Right, let me just finish my coffee. Mm. By the way, doesn't coffee always taste better when it's out of, a, uh, out of a glass cup rather than a normal one? I don't know why. No idea. It always does. Um, so that's how Cyberpunk is trying to uh make the experience universal for everybody um i still think <clears throat> they probably should have seen this coming there is certain things that like you don't have to suffer from epilepsy to know that something may trigger something especially with a lot of i don't suffer from it at all in any way shape or form but i know if there's a load of flashing lights that come up on the screen it probably won't be beneficial for a lot of people we keep on mentioning the the pikachu uh porygon situation that happened in um pokemon many many years ago that should have been a warning for everyone and that should have been a mistake that was learned from for everyone if something if you think it's gonna it, it clearly like we mentioned for the last two days it's clearly an oversight it's absolutely clear that they haven't done this on purpose to try and bring people who have suffered from severe 
uh, forms of epilepsy to try and kill them. That isn't the case. And I don't think anyone is probably trying to put that case forward unless you... Uh, well, there will be people on Twitter because Twitter's Twitter. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, it's... I think it's something that they need to learn from. And speaking of speaking of people dying, Graham is clearly back from the dead, as he puts in Rip in the chat in the ice cream <laughs> tombstone uh, emoticon or emoji or emoji. I apologise. Um, how are you feeling, mate? Are you feeling any better this morning? The lads are missing you. The world is missing you. Are we feeling any better soon, pal? Uh, now he just died playing cyberpunk. Oh yeah, yeah. He's, he needs to. He's, the checkpoint was so far back he can't be asked going through it anytime soon. I hear you, bacon chin. I know what you're saying. Um, so that's two articles down this morning. Again, it was only we we we're going through them. We're taking the discussion. We're taking the heat, and we're going through with it. Moving on to the next article. Now this is something that I was super uh, excited about. It's something that I never thought we'd see the light of day again. It's something that I probably will never be able to play anytime soon unless I go to a certain place. Well, the arcade club because I can't afford the gear that it comes with. Um, Gary's asking how Cyberpunk is to Graham. Uh, JBE TV drops in with a load of gas emotes. Uh, yeah, that looks like a fuel pump. And then something that looks like Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'm not sure what that is, but good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Um, back to the news. Boom. Respawn's Medal of Honor VR game recommends a surprisingly beefy PC with 180 gigabytes worth of space. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Now, this is this is a lot. Isn't it? <laughs> 180 gigs. I mean, we take the piss out of Warzone for this, um, but 180 gigabytes is massive, especially for a VR game. I genuinely didn't know that this would be... This was acceptable, but here we are, Wisley and Pool, bringing you the facts. The recommended specs for Respawn's Medal of Honor VR game are out, and they're surprisingly demanding. The recommended specs are listed on the Steam page for Medal of Honor above and beyond, which comes out on the 12th of December. Here's how it weighs in. Now, there's some tech bits in there. I'm not going to read them out. If you are listening to some podcast services, I apologize. You just need a shit-hot PC. That's all you need to know. <laughs> a shit-hot PC with 180 gigabytes uh, of available space. Uh, all that's listed under minimum specs in the line. Now, I'm going to play this trailer, right? Because I watched the trailer this morning, and by God, by God, does this look like the game that we need. Like, I'm so I'm devastated that this is uh, coming out on just VR. I'm going to play a little bit of sound for you. So hopefully you can hear this and see this. If you're listening to some podcast services, I apologize. But for you guys that are watching this live, look at this beauty. This looks insane. Okay, so that's got copyright music, so you can't hear that. Fucking copyright, man. It ruins everything. You can't hear the guns or anything. But look at this. How good. This is what this is this is where we get into with VR. Now, obviously, Half-Life Alex was uh seen as the industry standard of what a VR game should be going forward, but look how good this is. For um, you could This is it! I don't know what else to say. I really don't know what else to say, but this is definitely where we need to be ending up and it needs to be for everything. It can't just be for Oculus. I mean, obviously, obviously Oculus is the industry leader when it comes to stuff like this with the HTC Vive and uh, yeah, all those other VR headsets. Like this will, like the PlayStation 4 headset probably wouldn't even be able to get close to playing this kind of thing, but it just looks amazing. I really, really, really want this, but that's enough of that trailer so far. You've got, you get the gist of it. If you are listening to podcast services, then do feel free to hit over to a Eurogamer and watch the uh, watch the video for yourself, or even on YouTube. I'm sure it'll be on there. But look at this; it looks magic. It looks incredible. Uh, it's worth comparing these to the recommended specs and the minimum specs for Half-Life Alex, Valve's flagship VR game. There is no recommended specs for Half-Life Alex, which is weird. Um, but again, a load of jargon, memory, 12 gigabyte of RAM, graphics card, a 10, uh, GTX 1060, or an RX 5080 with 6 gigabyte of VRAM. Uh, compared to Half-Life Alex, Medal of Honor is asking for a more powerful processor. That's the key thing that you need to work for. That is it. That's the only thing that if you were to take anything out of this article, that is the one there, and I'll reread it for you. Compared to Half-Life, Alex, Medal of Honor is asking for a more powerful processor. Now, for those of you that have played Half-Life Alex or seen it, that demanded a lot, and it also looked incredible. This is obviously going to ask for a lot more, so be very wary of that. More memory and a better graphics card. It's worth noting that 180 gigabytes of storage space required a huge amount for a VR game. Well, for any game, really, unless you're Call of Duty. 
Uh, Respawn Toll Polygon Medal of Honor actually requires 340 gigabytes of disk space to unpack and install it uh, before it settles on 180 gigabyte storage footprint. Oh my god. So this game is not going to cost you an absolute arm and a leg because of the VR headset. But also a brand new hard drive because <laughs> you're going to need a designated one for this bad boy. Uh, so what's going on here in a post says Oculus subreddit. Oculus Studios executive producer Mike Doran says that you can run the game on lower hardware than recommended specs indicate, but you might notice some more hitching off frame rate dips. But it sounds like an SSD is pretty much essential. And whatever you do, please make sure you use an SSD to play this game, Doran said. In a later post, Doran added, the reason we have recommended specs is because we're confident that it will give players a good experience across the game. People with hardware that isn't up to those specs can still play, but their exact performance is going to depend on a bunch of other factors like what area of the game is being played what headset that they're using etc i could totally understand not wanting to take the plunge on a 170 gigabyte download if you're unsure about how it runs on your hardware medal of honor medal of honor medal of honor medal of honor above and beyond includes six missions with nine levels per mission oh my god that's amazing levels can last anywhere from around five to 20 minutes Ugh. Uh, depending on circumstances, difficulty, and playstyle, there are a mix of open levels, narrative-focused levels, on-rails levels, where you're shooting from a moving vehicle, and there is a full suite of competitive multiplayer modes. Doran said to expect 10 to 12 hours of single-player. That's quite a lot for uh, a FPS game like Medal of Honor, like Call of Duty, like Titanfall. That's actually quite a lot. Uh, depending on the difficulty and whether you're shooting for 100% completion. The single player includes a campaign, the museum, survival mode, live fire gauntlets, achievements, collectibles, and other content that you can unlock, uh, OSS office, as well as the firing range. The thing about this game is that there are so many levels and modes that we decided to be conservative about the recommended specs, Dorman explained. You can play it on lower hardware, but you're probably going to see dips here and there. We've just read that. So, if you fancy giving Medal of Honor above and beyond, uh, which is the most high-profile VR game since Half-Life Alex, make sure you've got plenty of space and SSD, a beefy PC to play it on. My God. Now, first things first, how good did that trailer look? Like, I know it's just a VR hands-on kind of trailer uh where they're showing you what the game's going to look like but in terms of vr stuff and where we're going with it this for me is absolutely uh where we need to be especially with a franchise like medal of honor it's a historic one we haven't seen one since 2013 i think it was it may have even been 2011 since we saw uh the last uh medal of honor game which i have always been a medal of honor guy like i started with medal of honor Way back on the PlayStation 1, it was a game that I used to play with my granddad all the time. All the way up until... Not not the last one that came out, the, the one before that. I can't remember what it was called. Uh, uh, it wasn't War Chest, because that was the one that came out on PC that had like six or seven different expansions on it. Um, but Medal of Honor in VR... I think this is probably the best that we're going to see. We did see Shroud playing a PUBG-type... VR game not uh, about was about a year ago now uh, and that looked good and me and Graham was like this could be the game change like a battle royale VR game in the PUBG world it looked amazing but this blows absolutely everything if, if they're saying that this is the best thing since Half-Life Alex and Half-Life Alex looked insane I'm just I can't foot the 500 pound for the Oculus stuff I mean you can see how big my room is there is no way that I'd ever be able to play that sort of stuff in here unless I moved everything out um but having a game like that would be so much fun i wonder how sick you'd feel playing it though so surely on the controller you'd have the analog sticks that you move forward with and it may be a little bit what's the word we're looking for daunting that, that isn't the word it probably it would just make you feel sick with all the twizzing around and stuff like that surely because i can't imagine it being a point and click one where you'd you'd aim at the floor you'd press it and then you'd move forward that just wouldn't work in an online environment, would it? Um, but let's go back through the chat. Uh, JB says, good morning, good show, good show, bro. Good morning, good morning to you. Hope you're having a good day so far. Uh, <laughs> Grace says, uh, I mean, rip. Uh, what res are they sending to the new headsets, Robert Daniel? Again, all very good points. Um, it has to look better than the PlayStation ones because the PlayStation one was good, um, but it, it's priced that way for a reason. It's nowhere near as good as the other VR headsets that are around. Uh, Gary Clark says, I want a proper new Medal of Honor game. Used to love them back in the day. Frontline on the PS2 was class. Absolutely. Frontline, Rising Sun, European Assault. 
they were all fantastic PlayStation 2 and GameCube games. Um, obviously, you can't beat Underground. Underground was insane on the PlayStation 1. Um, I've got an IG350, like a an emulator. It looks like an old Game Boy, basically, like a Game Boy Advance. It looks like that. And I've got all the Medal of Honor games on that, apart from the Game Boy Advance one, which was toilet. Like, if anyone ever seen that game, it was pants. Don't play it. But yeah, the Medal of Honor series was amazing. Motion sickness galore. That's exactly what I was looking for, motion sickness. My words are failing me this morning. Uh, Lake said I just installed Medal of Honor Warchester with PC a few days ago. Jesus, does it run? I do you play on Windows 10? Does it run well? I mean, I, I was, I did actually say to Graham uh, about, I don't know, four weeks ago that I did want to buy that Warchester one because it had like five, it had five of the, the Medal of Honor games installed uh, on the disc, but I wasn't sure whether or not it'd run on my PC. Um, I'd love to be able to play them now on my PC because I would never have been able to play them on them back in the day. Uh, I ha it has to be a digital version, CD version wouldn't start. Even in compatibility mode, that was my issue. I didn't want to spend like 15 quid on it and then realise that I even in compatibility mode that it wouldn't run on my PC. Not because it couldn't run because my PC is underpowered. Like, it's more than enough to play that game. Um, but yeah, digital version. Maybe I'll just get a Steam key for it or something. Gagat says, good morning, Bibi. Good morning, winner. How's it going, mate? Hope you're doing okay today. Uh, but yes, I'm already on mission three. On which one? And it's still so good. <laughs> uh, which which one are you playing first? Um, but anyway, that is Medal of Honor. We are seeing some Medal of Honor VR action coming. Is it December 12th? He said it was coming out. Yeah, December 12th, which is in two days' time, which ends up being a Saturday. A video game's coming out on a Saturday. Uh, Saturday. When was the last time someone saw a video game released on a Saturday? Can anybody remember any game that was ever released on a Saturday? Uh, Allied Assault is what you're playing. Amazing. Amazing. I'd love to be able to play them for the first time because I, I don't think I played Allied Assault. Um, but yeah, Ro Robo says, yeah, it's a weird day to release. I don't think I've ever seen a game come out on a Saturday. Oh, well, clearly they know their consumer base more than we do. That's a very, very weird day to release stuff. It's usually like a Thursday or a Friday. Uh, Run a release in the week to give people more time to download before the weekend. Exactly. Yeah, it's usually a Thursday or a Friday that games get, get games get brought out. But here we are. 2020. What a weird fucking year. And people are releasing games on a Saturday. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, that's the end of that one. <laughs> we'll move on. Okay, so we've got one more article for you for today. Um, I think you've had enough of my voice already. 52 minutes in, apparently, according to OBS. That's not right, because we missed the first 20 minutes because our PC was having a shit fit. Um, so the last article that we'll go with today, it may resonate with a lot of you out in here. I've seen a few of you post this on Twitter over the last couple of days. Um, so let's get jump right into this one. Destiny 2 PS5 update is phenomenal, says Laura Atkin. Scratch my head. I haven't got nits. Wear a hat. Your head gets hot. You don't want to see me here at the moment. It's an absolute disaster. Uh, if there was ever a good time to jump back into Destiny 2, it is now. The free PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series optimization upgrade for Destiny 2 arrived yesterday. Though it was a bit of a faff to get it on the PlayStation 5. Essentially, you had to delete any... Di no! I just realised what I've just read. When I got my PlayStation 5, I actually reinstalled Destiny 2 because I wanted to play it again. And now I realize I have to delete this version that I've got on my PlayStation 4, uh, 5 and re-download it again. So that's daft. Anyway, essentially you had to delete any Destiny 2 for your PS5 and then install the PS4 version via the free dots before the PS5 option appeared. The download is just over 60 gigabyte though, so it shouldn't take too long provided you have a stable internet connection. Um, I get apparently 65 gig. Uh, 65 megabyte download uh, and from my PlayStation I get about 25 but it will take for absolute ever for me to download this again so it may be an overnight job but here we are anyway let me start by saying that even the PS4 version of Destiny 2 looked pretty fast on the PS5 both from the login screen and when traveling between destinations the upscaling made it look great even if I fucked my beyond light intro cutscene by forgetting to take off my cryptarch uh, mask don't know what that is um, it's probably worth mentioning that I own an LG 
LG OLED 55CX 5LB TV. That sounds fancy, so we'll just say you order 55-inch LG TV, meaning that I'm playing Destiny 2 in true 4K, given that the cross-save exists in the Xbox Game Pass is full of Destiny 2 DLC. I'll probably download it on my Series X as well, just to complete the 4K trifecta. Uh, with the PlayStation 5 upgrade, Destiny 2 looks... <laughs> Oh, I already love this person so much. This this isn't me saying this, and you can be forgiven to thinking that it's actually me saying this and that I have written it, but it's not. So be prepared. This is a bivvyism. With the PS5 upgrade, Destiny 2 looks fucking mint. This is peak Bungie MMO stuff, pure and simple. In under a minute, I was cutting about uh, Europa, admiring the snow. The menus load quickly and the UI feels sleek, sleeker, more intuitive and less of a chore to examine. A quick visit to the Tangled Shore showcased some deep and realistic looking puddles with the NPCs, like Spider, appearing more detailed than ever before. The Crucible can now be played at 120 hertz. And while my ass and is... <laughs> oh my God. I need to find this person on Twitter. Uh, the Crucible can now be played at 120 hertz, so while I got my ass handed to me, as usual, <clears throat> each map and guardian looked amazing while doing so. It's difficult to put into words just how brilliant Destiny 2 looks, and to be quite frank, I really didn't know that I needed an FOV slider in my life this badly, at least to my, uh, admittedly, a bit shite eyes, I didn't experience any screen tearing and everything stayed a solid 60 FPS, which made everything from the most mundane bounces in the EDZ to Gambit matches look incredible. Ah, we've still got a few articles. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, speaking of the EDZ, the real OG of Destiny 2, it looks beautiful. It really makes you appreciate the lush greens surrounding the chaos, destruction, and the location. NPCs look sharp. Scoping on enemies feels slick, and dare I say, respawn level of quality. Bungie has had a tough time since splitting from Activision and there was some disappointment in the resolution and visual quality of the content over the last year. But as I said, this truly is the best of Bungie. The next three years are going to be very interesting if Beyond Light is anything to go by. So stop making excuses and go and download the upgrade. It's free. What else do you want to play? Uh, what else do you want? Crossplay? Luckily for you, crossplay is going to Destiny 2 in 2021. More Destiny. Stuff that you don't need to know. Um... So, Destiny 2, ladies and gentlemen, are we playing this? This is definitely something that I... Well, I had it pre-installed. Um, well, I had Destiny 2 installed on my console to jump back into it. Didn't realize that I needed to update it to the PlayStation 5 version, so I'll have to redo that in my own time at some point. Um, but Lauren Atkin, what? That is a fantastic article. Uh, it, so many Bibbyisms in there. Um, dare I say, she's probably Northern. <clears throat> Um, but going back through the chat, it was their destiny that they managed to get the update being this good. How do you ban someone from the chat from this uh, screen? Uh, anyway. Robo says that's the new 5 millisecond 2.1 HDMI TV. Oh, I, I mean TVs for me. Like, I'm play, I've got an old, this must be 11 year old Samsung LED monitor here. Like, and then I've got a 1080p Acer, apparently sports monitor. Yeah, like I even got a 4K TV in the house. So all of this stuff doesn't mean anything to me as long as your game looks okay and it plays fine. That's it for me. But yeah, if you want to play the best way possible when you've got a brand new PlayStation 5, probably getting a new screen is a crucial thing. But yeah, that, that was a lot of numbers and letters. That I mean, absolutely shit all to me. Uh, all the best people have that TV, says Asim. Asim is clearly a shagger. He's got it. Uh, Robo says, yeah, that's a TV I'm buying. Right, okay. Is this what we're doing? Am I just looking for TVs on the scoop? Is this what it's turned into? This is definitely a Graham stream, if ever I'd seen one. He's a tech guy. He'll go through his setup and let's have a look. Let's go shopping. Let's go shopping. What's LG saying? Richer sounds? Are we going curries? Let's go curries. Okay, let's bring this up on screen. So this is the TV that everyone's getting, right? That price is a disgrace. How am I going to afford that? How am I going to afford that? That are you lot? Are you lot paying for it monthly or what? That's a lot of money. But anyway, sell your body. I mean, I'd probably pay it off in an hour. But yeah, that's a that's a lot of money for a TV. It does look good though. Uh, does look very good. I mean, how good would Fortnite look on that TV, ladies and gentlemen? It'd look pretty good, wouldn't it? 
I'm not even joking. You think you lot think I'm joking? I ain't joking. Am I getting 60 FPS on that? Am I getting 4K in Fortnite 4K? Anyway, I think that's probably enough words coming out of my mouth today for you guys. Destiny 2 looks shit hot. It's definitely something that I will be re-downloading. I mean, I could probably just play the normal one and I wouldn't even notice. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Fatman Dave says, does anyone else, uh, when they hear the word phenomenal in their head, go doobie-doobie-doo, like the Muppets song, or is it just me? I think it's just you, mate, because I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, Jim says, I was looking at Destiny 2 on Games Pass. Uh, glad Bungie parted with Activision. Best move they could have made, but with Cyberpunk, nothing else is going to get a look in with me. I'm very much like that with Days Gone at the moment. Um, I slept on that. I mean, I've probably mentioned it on every single podcast for the last two weeks, but I slept on it for so long that I stayed up till half past two this morning playing it because I want to try and get it done ASAP. ASAP Rocket. Uh, so... I'll try and get that done, but nothing else is getting a look in at the moment. I've got a billion and one games. I've got Samantha literally bought me the new Assassin's Creed, and I hadn't even put it. I put it in my console. I've downloaded it. I've played like 10 minutes at the opening sequence of it. That is it. I just don't want to play anything else. I've got so many games. Have you seen how many games I've got on this shelf? I've got so many games in backlog that I'm a disgrace to myself. I need to start playing for it. Graham gave me this time last year Jedi Fallen Order to play through, and I've played about five hours of it. I, I'm a disgrace to myself, if I'm being perfectly honest. So I need, I need to start finishing the games that I'm playing before I move on to the next one because I'm doing myself no favours. I'm meant to be hosting a talk show about video games and I can't even finish the ones that I'm playing. Do you know what I mean? But then again, we don't get preview codes. So we have to go out and buy most of the games that we end up playing through. Uh, and that's not, uh, that's not a knock. But we have to play them on the day that they come out rather than everyone else having like two or three weeks beforehand be able to play them and then review them. We do it in real time, like the OGs that we are. Um, but that's probably enough from me. Um, I've rambled on for more than any Northern Mancunian lad probably should do on his own. But you shaggers in the chat have helped me out a lot today. Uh, there been quite a lot of you in there giving us some feedback, getting involved with the stories, and that is essentially what we want you to do, being in the live Studio. Studio. Look all the studio for the time being. <laughs> Graham chips in with, I finish all the games all the time. <laughs> we, me, To be fair, me and you are probably the worst. Like, we host a, talk, a video game talk show about completing video games and what that means to everybody else in the community. And we are the worst. We'll probably play 40% of a game and go, that's enough for us. We know everything that we need to, need to know about this game now. Unless it's obviously some kind of battle royale um, or a, a PS2 game from 25 years ago. Um, <clears throat> Robo, uh, Robo says, real-time reviews is a good name for a YouTube series when you play video games live and commentate on them. You see, this is something that Gray touched on yesterday. I love the fact that... I know if a new Resident Evil is going to come out, I will be sat here in front of you guys playing through the game and the experience because that's what you've come to expect from this channel and myself. I'm a Resident Evil guy. I will give you as much Resident Evil content as I possibly can uh, when it comes to new stuff. Um, so you guys will appreciate my feedback on that as I play through it because that's what you've known from me over the last, I don't know, nine years that I've been making content either on Twitch or over on YouTube or however it is that you used to watch my shit. So that's what you've come to expect. But when it comes to a brand new game, like I did, I didn't mind streaming Days Gone because I know a lot of people have already played it. But playing a game on day one always feels weird. Like playing a story-driven game where it's an absolute experience always feels weird streaming it because you think at the back of your mind this will be cool. A lot of people that probably may not be interested in it probably want to watch me play through because they'll never play through it. That's one side of the coin. Or no one's going to watch this because they want to experience it for themselves. Therefore, I won't watch my favorite streamer stream it. Like the doc was playing Cyberpunk yesterday. I could have tuned in and watched that. But I know for a fact I'm going to be playing that game myself. So why would I want to watch someone go through the experiences that I want to experience for myself? It's a very weird, difficult, you know, situation to be in. But I know because I've got a historic background with Resident Evil that you come to expect that and play Resident Evil here. Um, so yeah, that works. Um, <laughs> Graham, if only ever I'd finished games. <laughs> Graham does. Uh, Graham has more days off than Father Christmas, so that's why he finishes more games. Oh my God! All right, Graham, how do you actually ban people in here? I'm not having people talk shit like that to you. I mean, to be fair, he has got a sub badge, so I'll let him off. Um, Gaga says, "Do be do be do be do be do." I am butchering this. <clears throat> 
Oh my god, right. So Fat Man Dave and Gagan are just having doo doo doos off. Um but yeah, I think that's probably a very, very good time to wrap this up. Um I'm gonna do some speed tests, put the scoop live, and I may be Hey, wicked slip wicked slippers with the subbed prime. Let's go. Yes, Shagger, thank you very much for your sub. Uh, we very much appreciate it. You will probably be in time for next month's loot drop. Should be. You should be with that. Uh, when is it? Yeah, it's Monday the 4th. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much for the sub, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, just before Graham says, breaking streamer says streaming games is a questionable activity. Gaming streamer says streaming games is a questionable activity. Did I say that? I don't even know what comes out of my mouth anymore. Anyway. That's probably about time to wrap this up. I've said that 16 times now and I'm still struggling to try and do it. This is this is where Graham always does stuff. Graham's a very good host of this podcast and I just... I'm a very good co-host. Graham is a host. I'm a very, very good co-host. He does all of this stuff. Uh, <laughs> Graham, is, Graham is off because he's organising your secret surprise. Uh, birthday party, baby. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it is super secret that I he, he completely forgets to tell me. Um, but yeah, this is it, ladies and gentlemen, uh, for the 16th, 17th time now. Uh, thank you very much for joining today. It's been a hell of uh, a week from me. I will not be here tomorrow, and I will also not be here on Monday. So there will be no Masters of the League from myself or Graham. Uh, Friday or Monday, if you want to watch that, we'll be back on Wednesday. However, the scoop will be going on. As far as I know, but there's only one way that you need to find out uh, whether or not the show will be going ahead. Uh, if Graham's well enough, obviously, because he's uh, not feeling too clever at the moment. Uh, follow us on Ice Cream Uploads. It's at Ice Cream Uploads across all major social media um, platforms. I'm at We've Got a Video. Graham is Graham underscore day. Um, that will be it for the scoop from me for this week. As I said, if you, we may be going live again tomorrow. Uh, Graham may be doing the scoop. So again, you know the way you can find out. If you do want to send in some stuff, then again, find us socially at Ice Cream Uploads. Uh, all finders in our Discord. Again, I don't have chatbot open because I need an after key. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Um, I may be streaming in about an hour's time because I want to get the scoop live on all platforms so you guys can digest this absolute fucking hot garbage truck of fiery shit and whatever you probably best not. i mean in fact i might even just do an intro and just say skip this one skip this one don't bother listening to this because it's fucking hot garbage but uh yeah until tuesday guys i suppose you all better stay frosty or something yeah graham don't make me do this again <laughs>